0: Today, Ian and I are going to be talking about the market for e-commerce and what's going on, lots of things happening in the world and how that affects us and what the opportunities are for us moving forward. So let's get started. Hello, Ian. How are you? Hello, Mark.
1: I'm all right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm all right, yeah, yeah,
0: good. Good. Um, I had to do it on my own last week because you were at Disneyland. I was at Disneyland, getting very 17, wet. 17 children. Yeah. We picked the only
1: day of the year where it was horrific weather. <laughs> and I had five children, which included a baby. And we dragged them round, literally dragged them round Disneyland, Paris. With,
0: it, with is, it, is it kind of an outdoor thing?
1: Yeah, it was like yeah, it's the yeah, it's like a theme park. You know what Disneyland is? Yeah, it's I've a, been to the yeah. one in
0: Florida, yeah. which is lovely yeah. and sunny, and all that kind of stuff. Well, but. this
1: was this was great. It's awesome, but it the weather was horrific.
0: So, right. yeah. Yeah. Did they not, shut down not, some
1: rides in the rain? Yeah, they did. Yeah, shut down the rides, and they cancelled the fireworks and the parade and all that kind of stuff.
0: So it was just you so walking around,
1: and it at. cost over six hundred pounds. Wow.
0: I suppose once you're committed, yeah. you're committed,
1: aren't you? Regardless, I know, you of the not Yeah, I couldn't. Tried to change yeah. the date that wouldn't let us. Oh God. So anyway. Yeah. Back to work. Back to work. Come back. For, come back to work for a holiday.
0: <laughs> yeah. I Bet. <laughs> Five children and a baby. That includes yeah. the baby, doesn't it? That includes the baby. Yeah, that does. It does. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <No, I'm> joke. <joking. laughs> um right, so we and I were just talking before, and you know this week we um we're talking on the Facebook group about the job to be done and all that jazz, and there's a, we'll put a training about the job to be done in the show notes, but we just wanted to do a little bit of a market update about what we're seeing and um across everything because we're getting asked obviously we're getting asked this a lot by different people mm. um and you know we thought we'd talk talk through what we're doing with our own brands and what we're doing with our clients' brands uh, and what's happening. I mean, Mm. I feel, I mean, we're talking before, like, uh, obviously, I don't live in the UK. You live in the UK. The UK, I think the way that the Ukraine and the inflammation, inflation has been reported in the UK is very, it's much stronger than than we're seeing in the rest of the world. Mm. Um, Well, well, you've got, well, okay, well, to put some context behind this,
1: you. This is the first time we speak since I got back from a week off on holiday, and mm. the first thing you said is, "God, it's tough. It's tough." Um, some of the AdWords accounts are suffering mm. in the UK at the moment, and and I said, "Yeah, I think I think I think it's pretty brutal at the moment with what's happening in in e-commerce," and we started talking about why, and we said, "Well, the cost of living has gone up a lot. There's an energy massive." increase of energy costs, you know, petrol has gone up to like one pound eighty a, um, a litre. Um, there's uh, obviously, uh, you know, energy bills have gone up by four times, you know, inflation's gone up. So everybody's really feeling the pinch. Mm. And, and and coupled to that, we are looking at, e-commerce businesses are looking at, at year-on-year trading. And they're going well, hang on a minute the shops were just opening at this point last year mm. um, and um, and obviously seeing the huge tailwind of covid online growth and thinking hang on so they're comparing themselves with last year thinking crap you know we're, we're, we're not we're not doing what we did last year but also coupled with the the, the massive cost of uh, living increase mm. so I think a lot of people in the UK are are but it's not. It's not all online
0: business, though, is no, it? No, in fact, actually, it's seeing... very patchy. It's it very is. patchy, mm. um, and and you know, we, we're you know, you and Ian, Ian, and I, are building a building a brand which is literally and over the past month or so, just literally taken off, uh, and that that, mm. that wouldn't really make sense. Um, but it, it is, you know, it's kind of like. Well, I
1: think I don't know. I mean, I think
0: whether or not that is just because
1: you know it's got a, it's got. You know, there's, there's other factors to play, isn't it? Whether or not... I think, I think, you know, generally... I mean, the businesses that we're doing really well... I mean, I, okay, put it this way. Lots of clients are asking me, how do we forecast for this year? We're seeing a, a general decline. How is everyone else doing? Mm. And they are all... Most of them, generally, in the UK, are seeing, are seeing a general decline because cost of advertising has gone up. So... You know the cost per click seems to be a lot more expensive, particularly in Google, mm-hmm. because a lot of people have come from Facebook to Google because of the iOS change. And so that's become a lot more Google's become more expensive. and um and also a lot more people entered the market during Covid. And also there's a lot of brands, e-commerce brands that are trying to maintain the same level of growth as they did during Covid out of Covid. Because they want to keep the momentum, and what they've done is they pull the traffic lever harder. Yeah. You know, to try to keep going. So everything's become a bit more expensive, and you know what? I mean, the, the my my response after I've said, look, everybody is finding it slightly more expensive. Um. Then, and we're normally suggesting clients forecast either the same as they did last year or even a little bit lower. Um. But we're saying that you can now, you can no longer rely upon the scarcity element of e-commerce because obviously with, with COVID, um, the scarcity was there because the shops mm. were shut, so there was obviously scar- natural scarcity, and you've got to get you've got to get down into the hustle. You can't sit back with your e-commerce store and expect people to buy without you working mm. damn hard. You know, you've got to get into the fundamentals. You've got to look at your value proposition. You've got to look at your market square test. You've got to go and check out your reviews. You've got to make sure you've got the offer architecture in place. You've got to make sure you've got the flow right. Well, let's, you know, you've got to check your balance. Let's talk rates. about the
0: people that are doing you know, well. To, and the people who are doing well, yeah, um, are the ones that have got really good offers dialed in, and that's not just discounting. That's kind of like you know reasons to buy the day. You know, they're really tying into what people are thinking about. And, um, they are, I mean, there, there are, there are trends, there are trends in the, in the UK as well as everywhere else where, you know, the older people, slightly older people who have still got money, they, you know, their cash, the still, baby boomers still got money. They're still, they're still going traveling and they're buying stuff to go traveling with. So, you know, that, that, that's starting to happen again. So you started, those brands that really suffered during travel, you know, people sold luggage and, yeah. and outfits for going yeah. abroad, things like that.
1: Yeah. Well, generally, it's anything Mm. outside of the home
0: suffered during COVID.
1: Now, anything outside of the home tends to be doing better. You know, travel and tourism and anything you need around travel and tourism, you know, turning to generally
0: just naturally have a boost. I think also, though, it's it's most likely to be a bit of a kind of hold my breath Mm. moment with what's been been going on, and I think that will relax over the next few months, and I think we should be moving into you know more 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 pleasant times. Um, but you know, like let's let's take. I mean, we're doing this fifteen years. We've been through different times when uh, things got tough before. And actually, if you look at the some of the biggest, you know, like the 2008 recession was actually when we built so built some of our biggest brands, you know, with with the help of our clients. That was the time when they grew so much because, effectively, buyer buyer behaviour was changing, and people were going, "Oh, maybe I won't go and buy from this person anymore because, you know, it's a little bit expensive."
1: Well, and also, also people pulled back, didn't they? So the advertising budget in a recession generally, you know, during a recession, I'm not saying we're going into a recession, but you know, we have no, we have not, we have, certainly do not have the. Um, knowledge to be able to predict that but generally within a recession people tend to pull back on the marketing so if you if you've got the appetite for growth you can normally make your marketing budget work a bit hard well you can stand out the brands the brands
0: Brands that that came that really built themselves huge they came out they market with a very strong offer and they just built they just built massive businesses and we're talking you know they went from like 20 grand a month to a million a month, you know, during those periods when they, when they, they, those buyer, those buyer behavior was changing. So, you know, that's, that's the same thing we're doing with our brand uh, in bedding. We're, we're coming into that market with a very strong offer uh, at a time when people are deciding, you know, trying to work out whether they want to still buy from these big incumbent brands who have huge, huge head offices and all that kind of stuff. I think,
1: I think, I think basically what, What I think is happening when I've had a couple of clients call me up in slight panic, um, saying, Mm. and it's, and they're talking about conversion rate, conversion, conversion rates dropped. You know, that's literally what they're saying. Conversion, we're worried about our conversion rate. It's falling off a cliff. And what was happening before was they were not having to work as hard because the natural, Sales were there because of scarcity and various other factors, and now it, it, it does come back to that have, having a reason to buy now, um, understanding why people would buy from you, making sure you're handling the objections. And I, I mean, I literally, I mean, I know, and actually, I was with a client the other week that that we I labored this point very heavily, and they said, What are, what are the what are you know, said, Ian, right. You know, what are the biggest, what what could, how, what could be quite disruptive? You know, what are the big disruptive things? What can we do that's really different? And I said immediately, without even thinking, I said, mm-hmm. it's your offer architecture. If you want to be disruptive in the market, you want to do something that is going to give you a big kick, um, it's, mm-hmm. your, it's, it's all about your offer architecture. And it, it actually comes back to, if you think about, if you listen to some of the very first podcasts that we did, I don't know how long ago, was it three, four years ago? We were talking about stuff that we were doing around that time. This was pre-COVID. This was way before that. And we were talking about the the biggest game changes that we saw was around offer architecture mm. and amplification of the right offer and, and executing that really well. And we were saying that you can't just throw an offer out there and expect it to work because you have to build trust and credibility and you have to make sure that you know the value proposition is right that people believe you and and then you you hit them with this reason to buy now and that's what we use the offer architecture for and i was with a client the other day and they were talking about this and and they turned on a a quite a powerful recruitment offer and it was good because it, it it increased the average order value because it was a it was a Percentage off over a certain amount. So I think it was 20% off over £100. And they turned that on. And it immediately had a massive impact on their return on ad spend. And it conversion rate went up, return on ad spend, return on ad spend,
0: ad spend ROAS went up. So just something came like, to me the while you were talking there is on. that when, when, people are, when people are trying to kind of count pennies and cents a little bit more, The normal, um, we're still dealing with people who aren't rational, like human beings are not rational. So they, they will buy things irrationally. So the reason that offers become more important is because they want to buy when there's an offer, even if it doesn't necessarily make the, make financial sense because they want to still buy the purchase, but they want to make sure that they're doing something prudent during Mm. that time. And I said, well, I bought during an offer. So, um, that makes sense. So therefore, you know, it, it, it would probably well, be better uh, yeah. if they didn't buy you know, anything, you know, didn't buy some hair extensions or didn't keep buying, you know, this, this and this. Yeah. But like if they're going to buy something, they'll go, well, I, I bought it on offer. So, you know, that's the sensible thing to do during this time. Yeah. And it's interesting. Most, most of it, again, okay, there's
1: exceptions to this, but most of e-commerce falls into the following camp and that they they emotionally want to buy something Mm -hmm. and they look for a rational reason to justify that emotion. Because buying's fun, it's exciting. You know, they probably don't really need that. We can always make do. In fact, there's probably very few things that we can buy online that we actually Mm -hmm. critically need, unless it's a problem solving rational purchase. You know, but you know, you know, if whatever if, you know, we were talking to someone who was selling smoked salmon, and they don't they don't need smoked salmon. Or we're talking to someone who's selling luxury cookware goods. Yeah. They don't need. Yeah. You know, they, they can make do with what they've got, can't they? So we emotionally want the products, so and we look for yeah. a rational reason to justify. It, and that's why the offer architecture comes, because it gives them a reason to turn around and go, "Well, that's okay. It's all right. I can justify this now." Because look, there's a deal. And we're not saying that's the only thing, but I think generally. The businesses that are well, doing well—it comes well, down. So you know, you're the sitting one, there. Like, you know, there's the been there's been hardships
0: right. recently. There was hit hardship with and Facebook advertising changed recently? There was, you know, there was hardship with slightly like higher advertising costs. Was, you know, and you sit there and you go, you know, what what are you going to do? You know, you either go, I'm going to give up, or I'm going to keep going. And you know, obviously, hmm. we're all keeping going. And the only answer is, is is to get much better. So when Facebook changed, I didn't go, oh well, that's it. That's my uh, that's my business gone. I went, well, it, it, if Facebook is, you know, maybe half as effective as it was, I need my landing pages to convert twice as highly. So that's what I worked on.
1: Yeah, so um, I, was, I, was, I was chatting about a conversation I had with a client this morning. And they were a typical business. They were in the um, upholstery type business. And they did very well during lockdown and COVID. And it really accelerated their business like, like lots of hobby type Companies mm. and they now have emerged, and they're saying, "Well, our conversion rates dropping. We you know we, we're on a conversion rate of about one point five, and mm. their average order value was about thirty-eight pounds, and it, you know the conversion rate was, I think, about three point five, and mm. you know they're saying it's, you know, we're really concerned about it. it's too low, and it, you know, really it's." You've got you've got to get more out of the existing traffic, and yeah. you know with a conversion rate of, around that, you know I say okay, look, you know there's no point talking about conversion rate. It's it's too generic. You know what what is your? Let's break it down. What's your add to basket? And they said well, the add to basket was three point two percent. And we said right, well, well that's too low for a business like this and the average order value you have really the the ad to basket should be about seven or eight at least um mm-hmm. so that three point two is too low so what what's the bounce rate oh the bounce rate's about sixty five percent I said well yeah that's far too high where are they bouncing well they're all landing on the product page and they're all bouncing at eighty five percent okay right so that's that that's where we need to look so it, it you know and, and I said well and also no, I think what did I say then I said well what what well, on what products are they, are they bouncing? Oh, well, there's, there's, there's the top 20 product pages and 80% of the people are landing on, on these top 20. Right. Mm. Okay. And so you, you, you working out then what the problem is and where you need to focus the attention. So it's getting back, yeah. it's getting back right back into the fundamental core, not going off piste, not relying upon the natural tailwind that was happening, um imagining that somebody's never heard of your online business before, and they're seeing you for the first time and they can buy from anywhere um, online and they, they you've got to convince them to buy mm-hmm. from you, not somewhere else and you know it's about getting back into that fundamentals because you know there is no there was no general guesswork with e-commerce. It's not you're not going to naturally scale. You've got to figure out the fundamental maths of the business. and You've got to work backwards.
0: Mm. I think yeah. I think what's what's what the opportunity is here is you know you, you take five five years from now, some of the biggest global UK e-commerce brands will be built during this period. Because it is a time for disruption. It is a time to kind of go out there and take more market share because of the buyer changes. And that's what we've seen in the past. So all the stuff we talk about on these podcasts, I mean, it's become even more important because effectively you have to get more. I mean, all we talk, all we talk about really on this podcast is getting more revenue out of your existing traffic. Mm. I mean, that's what we're doing all the, all the time. I mean, why do, I mean, on the site we're doing, well, we've just seen a big boost during this time just recently, you know, I built the site, you came and added some some elements to it. Why don't you talk through, you know, let's, I mean, let's not give away the site name because I think we'll, we'll release that once we, you know, once it's a little bit bigger, we don't really want people kind of pouring all over it because A, because it's not right and we don't want people to copy it. People on the 20K core know what it is but um, it's it's it, well's well, we'll play. About it later. yeah
1: yeah it was just a it's play just a, thing it's almost
0: really. well it's it, a, it was a demo site for it's a demo site for the 20k core the yeah. 20k core group there's a lot of startup e-commerce businesses and I wanted to be doing one alongside them because a lot of the businesses I run are very very large so I wanted to be you know starting from the beginning and prove that I could actually get something small going and, and you know luckily it's been very successful but you know what was difficult at the beginning is obviously, I, you know, got at a certain point, and then you came along recently, and you did a few changes to the, the product page, which has really helped. And I changed the offer mm. architecture as well, which has really helped. So what you were talking about the other night, which was, you know, we did the anxiety analysis, didn't we? So we we really understood it's in bedding, really understood what people moaned about and what people liked when they um, yeah. when they bought bedding. So why don't you start yeah. from there and, 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 and talk about what, you know, what, what testimonies were picked and why yeah. and things like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, generally, the the difficulty with, it, with starting a small brand is we didn't have a lot of reviews or social proof. But the ones that we did have, there were some absolute gems in there. So some of the reviews were, were really on point. So I pulled out some of those big reviews that were really good. So when the customers were saying something that was absolutely bang on the job to be done, um, and what the real reason they were buying, I pulled those out and I showcased them and I made mm-hmm. them a lot bigger. Um, and that was, that was one thing. So I had a lot more of those throughout every page. I didn't just do it on the product page, I did it on the home page, the bottom of the category, the bottom of the, the product page. I did it on the basket I did it on the review, the emails. Um, And then I also pulled out credibility, authority piece. So the brand had been featured in a couple of magazines recently. And, and they were deliberately, I mean, we, we deliberately knew that we needed some, some, some third party trust. So who, who, who felt, who was credible in that market? Who do people Mm -hmm. trust? And it was a magazine and it was um, a good housekeeping magazine. And so I pulled out we got and the product
0: we got we got featured in there, and I pulled that out, which interestingly, being featured in Goose house gave us absolutely no sales at all there was no yeah. there was no material benefit from actually being featured, in, but it was the benefit is being associated with with them later in our kind of yeah. landing, landing pages. that was the yeah. value of it,
1: yeah, uh, so I pulled that out and i and I put it in a few places, I put it on well throughout again not just on the product page it was on the product page very prominently and i did it on the home page and product page and the basket page so i did that so at this point what i've done is i've added some trust and some credibility so i pulled up yeah. some some customer reviews and then i'd added some third party credibility there and i also made the offer architecture much clearer so i made I made the, 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 the deal and the, there was a 50% off spring sale and I made that much clearer by showcasing that in the header of the site. So every single page, I pushed that and I made it time bound. So I, 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 the perception was it was going to end. Yeah. The reality is it's, it's on repeat. You know, It's permanently running at the moment, but the perception is that it was going to run out. So I'm using the words like today, you know, today's yeah. offer and today's Mm. price, to give the perception that it was going to end. And I also made the, 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 the promise very clear. So I made sure that the, 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 you know, that the 60 day, no risk free trial, you know, try at home was really clear. Um, You know, what was you know, what, what the, what our promise was, this was exactly what our promise was. This was going to happen. This is what we guarantee. And I made that really clear. And I also, I also pulled a lot more about the story, a story of the brand, the story of the company. I pulled that out and put that at the bottom of the product pages and homepage mm. so it fed into the About Us pages and didn't just hide it. I pulled that out so mm. that the methodical buyers could see that as they scrolled down.
0: And What was interesting is that before we did all that, we did that, we did that review mining. And we did like 400, 500 reviews from the top competitors, and we put them into buckets, and then we found out what people were cared about. We took those buckets, we then they then got the language, and we went, these are the four things people care about when they buy bedding. And we once we knew those four things, when Ian was picking out the testimonials and the reviews, he was picking out reviews that mentioned. A complete, you know, like a reversal of that anxiety, or the realization of what they were trying to do in their own language. So we were we were basically reflecting back what the market wanted to itself. So that was Mm. that was that was the part of the trust thing. And then we really ramped up the the offer and basically said, "This is going to run out the end of today." Yeah, this is this is because I think because I think without that. We were just plonking products on a
1: page. I mean, we, you know, we've just breathed on it, really. You know, there's so mm. much more that we can do with it. But, but We're not even you know, doing any email. No, we're not. I mean, really? it was literally like the lowest hanging fruit was, we've got to bring some trust and credibility to this. So that if people, yeah. you know, people have never heard of it. It's completely unknown. And the reality was they could go and buy from other existing, really well-established online players mm. in the space. Yeah. So why the hell would they come and buy from a business they've never heard of? you know, so you've got to, you've got to think about it like that.
0: If you, you took know, away the offer from that site, you'd be dead. You'd be yeah. like no offer no sales. It's 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 becoming I think when 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 the shit hits the fan and everybody kind of, you know, cramps up a little bit with with spending, it's it becomes more well, like, about the offer.
1: It does what else like you say at the start you said what are you going to do? What are you going to do mm. when your conversion rate is dipping? And you're you can no longer buy the traffic profitably, you know, what are you going to do mm. about it? You to have to do something. Yes. You can optimize yeah. the site and you can make sure your bounce rates, you know, kept in check and your landing pages are good. And you know, all those things, your lifetime customer values there, but you've got, you know, you've, you've got to do something about it quick, mm.
0: Mm. you know, the thing is, though, also, whenever time something, like, let's say, I'm not saying we're in a recession, but when we went into the recession before, it was like, oh my god, a recession, blah, blah, blah. Like, the economy was by, like, 2%, or something like, you know, it was it was like... It, but, also it, bet, recession, bet,
1: but online still grew, didn't it?
0: Yeah, no, online it still grew. Still yeah, and it will. It will still grow. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, in a, in our societies, people when people get unhappy or fed up, they use purchases to cheer themselves up. So... You know, like that's not gonna go away, people are gonna still buy online and people are still gonna buy online in millions and billions of dollars every year. It's you've just got to put yourself in a position, you just start it's effectively you've got to think how the consumer's thinking. The consumer is now thinking that um, yes, they wouldn't like to buy online, but they want to buy at the right price and the right and they but the price doesn't is is almost meaningless because you know, you've seen it, you know, they, You know, when, pe- when people price up to price down, they sell things in that, that never sold before. You know, we, we were talking to a bit leader of one of the big um, homeware companies and he said, if I put that on the category, it doesn't sell for months. So if I stick it in the clearance section, it sells like hotcakes. Mm. Its perception of price is, you know, when people say I want to buy at the right price, they they want to buy at the right perception of price because they've really got no real idea of what something is worth or not worth and putting things together you want to be bundling things with your offer that is has a high perceived value to the customer but it actually doesn't cost you very much i mean it reminds me of some of the the early deals we did with brook taverner you know when rob came along and he's and he gave away he had a holiday or something he gave away do you remember that yeah it's like you buy something from brook taverner this weekend and you get a free holiday and it was one of those holidays where they knew that people wouldn't want to go on a holiday on their own, so they'd pay some money to put take someone else with them or something like that. I don't know how it was worked out. It was one of those holiday companies. And it went it went mental, absolutely mental. And like, so what you're bundling with it and what people are doing. I mean, we saw with um um a company that did subscription stuff for baking, and another company they said to them, well, could could you give us an eighty five percent offer for your subscription They're like yeah well that's that's one of the offers we always do anyway, and they bundle that with their with their products you say you buy from us today you're going to get an eighty five percent off for this baking subscription website, and that really helped their conversion so mm. it's all those kind of cross deals and and people have got value they can give you towards your own uh, your yeah. own it's, you, it's, it's it's all just it's packaging it.
1: it's definitely the perception of it and it's how you, it's how you portray the offer Yeah, you know, if we're talking yeah. about offer architecture here and, you know and I, I know even even doing the word today so if you've got mm. a sale if you you know and even if you've just got a normal sale you know a strike through price even if you put the word today's price you and you so rather than just saying here's the price today's mm. price you'll see an uplift because you, the perception is that it's going to change,
0: you know, So you're giving people a reason to buy now. So effectively, what we're saying is, is that yes, things are going on in the news and things are happening, but at the same time, this could be your biggest opportunity to actually go and go and disrupt the market. Because what people are going to be doing is they're going to be hunkering down and they're going to think, well, I'll just I'll just hunker down and don't do anything differently. But actually, this is the time to come out with your you know really, you know, really listen to the podcasts we've done on offer architecture, or if you're on our programs, ask us more about what offers you should be doing, and really start putting out better, well thought out offers because that is the time that you can actually really, really grow. Um, and some of the biggest business, if you look at like, over history, or, like whenever there's a there's a there's a change of buying behaviour, those are the times when. Those are the times when some of the biggest businesses in the world have been being created. So double down on this. You know, do, do, come out fighting. Have a plan. Don't let the plan be, oh well, I'll just reduce my marketing spend and just wait till the storm passes. Because what it doesn't work like that. The storm doesn't. The storm doesn't pass. In that, when the storm's passed, there's a different market that emerges from the storm. It's not like you're sitting in your garden. The storm passes and you've got the same garden. Once the storm, the storm comes in and it changes the market, so you need to change with the market at the same time. So you come out of it a much much stronger business.
1: Yeah, it's the Hammersley hustle. You gotta,
0: you, yeah, gotta, you gotta do gotta it. Cheat.
1: Go back to yeah, go back to some of the early podcasts when we were really hustling into because you know we didn't have any COVID to, to fall back on. Yeah, so go back to that. You know, do the market square test. And obviously, if you're selling other people's products. You know, it's not a unique brand to you. You know, you got to go mm. out in the market. you you really got to ask yourself the question, why would I buy from you or me?
0: Yeah. You know, what is the reason? Yeah. 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 Awesome. So yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I hope that wasn't too depressing for everybody because, I, I mean, it's, you know, we always want to say, well, well is I mean, amazing. But at the same time, like, uh, let's have the conversation that people are having. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so. right. You know, I don't. I mean, I I think it's only it's only a few, it's in patchy areas. P- particularly people who did really well in homeware for the past two years, and then suddenly you know they they, they you know they maybe did seven million, and then they would like, oh well, I'd love to do seven million this yeah. year. And they say, well, yeah, you, you know, you're, it's effectively like a, a Black Friday it, offer, isn't it? it? Black Friday is sometimes is brought forward so, at the Christmas sales, and they've done them in November instead of December. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's basically like any business, there were certain businesses (coughs) during COVID
1: that exploded online and they were like, Mm. there was one company that was selling home gym equipment, you know, and I think in the first week when lockdown was announced and they shut all the gyms, they, they did, I think they did about six months turnover in seven days. Mm. And, you know, so, and obviously now they're really struggling. Well like because the thing is really like struggled.
0: anybody that's anybody that was gonna buy gym equipment thought it was about it, a lot of people have bought gym equipment and now they're kind of like you know, it's so that they the the people, you know, you're gonna to have to wait again for that to happen. It's like I was saying, is like you brought the Christmas sales forward, you're gonna to have to wait for people to kind of build the need for gym equipment so that you can actually start selling them gym equipment because mm. there's gonna be a lot of people who probably You know, having got said it. that
1: you know, there there were certain movements happening. You know, it pushed people to buy things Mm. online that they didn't buy online before. You know, Mm. like, I think, you know, businesses like gardening, you know, Mm. plants, buying plants online was something that you wouldn't necessarily have done before. Mm. And during lockdown, you know, it started to happen. And even though Garden centres reopened, but the pattern of buying plants online looks like it's here to stay.
0: You but it, yeah, that's the, that's the key point, isn't it? Like everybody who's who grew through COVID, they're not back at pre-COVID levels. They're up, if you look at yeah. it. You're yeah up from that. They are that's still true. up. It's yeah. just like, you know, some, if someone, you've got a wallet, you had £10 in your wallet, someone gives you £1,000, and then someone takes five thousand five hundred pounds from your wallet, you'd feel pissed off because you're like, I just had £1,000 in my mm-hmm. wallet. That's what I've got used to. But if you compare it to the £10 you had originally... You're actually, you're actually mm. on. So
1: yeah, it's, it's, I, that. I, I think
0: I, yeah, this, this is
1: true that there's no e-commerce business that I've spoke to in the last six months that is down pre COVID levels.
0: No, they're all no. up from where they were. Yeah. Previously. You're yeah. just going to have to work harder to keep it. You know, you've got that yeah. bigger market list. You've got the biggest, bigger house file customer list. You now yeah. have to work. You, to, you have to get more to reactivate the same. Them. Get more from mm. the
1: same traffic, that's it.
0: Yeah. 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 It's still there. Yeah, it's
1: still there. It is. There's, no, there's yeah. nothing different. There's no, no new no. magic wizard wand that you can wave. The, the philosophy mm. in the, of everything that Mark and I have ever said is absolutely right. Um, you know, there's nothing new here. It's getting back to basics, knuckling down, going through the whole fundamentals again. Yeah. Basically... Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, simple maths. Awesome. Um, okay. Nice to speak to you, Ian. I yeah. Will, uh, I will uh, speak to you next week. Okay.
1: Well, I'll speak to you later. Yeah. Got a workshop to plan.